nails done, get a pedicure, get your hair did. Boy, if the toughness make a toast out. Let's get drunk, it's gonna bring us close out. Don't I look like a Holly Berry poster? See the Belvedere playing tricks on ya. Girlfriend wanna be like me, never. You won't find a trick that's even better. I make it hot as Las Vegas weather. Listen up close while I take it backwards. Oh, God, begins the galaxy meal, which I want. I'm not a prostitute, but I can give you what you want. Hello, welcome to Jaded. This is Jody. Day after being told I have a problem with alcohol. For quite a long time, I've put that off on the partners I've been with. And, well, kind of just let it be their problem and not mine. Not something I needed to address or fix. However, reality does what it does and it slaps you in the face. And listening back on my recordings, listening back on my podcasts, reflecting back on my feelings and my what almost seems desperate need to hold on to my alcoholic. Just an insight to me that desperate need resides and is born because of what actually happens in life. What actually happens in life is we lose our connection to people. We forget. We move on. We disconnect from whatever it was that kept us feeling close or in need of that other person. That switch, that going from feeling heartbroken and needing and empty and lost without that other person, you know, I do cling to that. I do hold on to that. And I'll tell you why. Because it is so easy to forget. It is so easy to lose a memory. It is easy to to be forgotten. I understand that when people die, they aren't here anymore. And their presence and their meaning fades over time. What if they don't die? What if they're still here? What if they need to not be forgotten? What if that drives them to the point where I cling so desperately to hold on to them? What if that's when I see them? What if I see them when no one else does? 
what if I take notice when everybody else has stopped? What if I'm going to lose my alcoholic because no one else is paying attention? Maybe I saw that coming. I cannot explain with any sense of reason my desperate need to still be present in his life. Except, and maybe he would explain it this way, that I lost Byron. And maybe it's made me feel like a failure and that I'm going to lose everyone. And therefore I'm clean on harder to those surrounding me now. But I I I think I know the truth. I, I think it just kind of came to me as I was driving and thinking. It's not It's not that I'm afraid I'll lose you. It's that I'm afraid one day I'll be lost. That my life will have no meaning. That there will be no memory of me. Over the years I've been through a lot of heartache. I've been through a lot of loss. And I know how quickly that can be forgotten. Why I cling to the pain, maybe because it's familiar. Maybe because I just don't want to see. Maybe I don't want to know how resilient I am. Maybe I don't want to know how easy it is for me to drop you and move on to someone else. Maybe I want to be more grounded Maybe I want to be of more value. Maybe I feel worth equals perseverance, time, not being forgotten. Don't just let go. It frightens me how quickly and easily I can move on. Attention from the opposite sex is everywhere. It is constant. Granted, when I'm drowning in the dramatic world that is the two of us, I don't see that, I don't notice it, and I feel lost within you. But maybe that's a choice. Maybe I would choose to be lost in the world that is you because I'm safe there. Lost or not, I know I'm safe the rest of this world I've never been safe here I'm about to pick up my son one of my sons my youngest son from Lifetime Fitness a place that he referred to earlier as his haven it's funny because my haven was my alcoholic. I would never refer to a place where I had to go work out and 
no, 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 I take that back. Sorry, on another level, I worked out and physically exhausted and worked out <clears throat> with him. I didn't need exercise machines and a weird, stinky, sweaty environment. Well, I take that back, too. But, either way, he's about to get in the car. I'm curious if he's going to allow being on the podcast. But we shall find out. I'll ask him when he get in the car. We'll make this about getting over exes. Before you say anything, you are being recorded, shall we say. You are being recorded. I was recording my jaded podcast. While you're driving to pick me up from the gym? Yes, driving is when I think the best and the most, because there's nobody else to influence what I'm thinking. Seatbelt, please. you a hobby. This is my hobby. Thank you for pointing that out. But I was just thinking because you you know about the stuff that's gone on with my alcoholic and I. That's what I call TJ, my alcoholic. As far as I flipped out, don't recall. Heartbroken. I'm upset because I don't remember any of it. But all of a sudden, our relationship is over. And I'm dealing with it. And one of the scariest things I find about me is how quickly... I can get over shit. Uh, I do too. What do you mean? Um, like you mean what I'm talking about? Like you get over relationships, people, uh, heartbreak. I just, I don't. If it doesn't affect me, it, I, I don't see it as something I should worry about anymore. And um, you can just like cut things off, and yeah. that's it. Is that a guy thing? Uh, no, I think it's just a people. I think it's just how you were raised and the environment you were brought up in. Do you think it has anything to do with being brought up in traumatic homes? Uh, Dramatic? <laughs> yeah, because you... Um, you're kind of exposed to that. Yeah, you just, you have such, you, you believe that what you're going through when you get older after experiencing all that, I feel like it's so minuscule to what you actually went through. So you don't see it as a big of an issue to freak out about because... Um, because you've already been through yeah, more. Yeah, you went through worse. So there's no big deal of breaking up with somebody or, uh, you know, just bigger events that you, that other people would believe that you should be freaking out about, you know. That's what... So heartbreak doesn't... Does it affect... I mean, but it... It happens, but it doesn't... I don't... When does it hurt? Because it has to hurt. Uh, I feel like everybody's different. Um, when does it hurt for you? Does uh, it? It's not like a, like a period... Where I'm, I'm just, you know, kind of like the cliche, like I'm, I'm sad for a whole month. It just comes and goes, um, depending on on the day. Um, uh, does it? Uh, for me, it can be things like I, I hear a song on the radio. Yeah, it's just small triggers, you know. That's like triggers, okay? Triggers. That's a good word. Yeah, it's a, it's like. A, so for you, it's not a feeling that you carry with you. No, it's just, it's just. Because I, I sometimes feel like it. Especially in the beginning, I feel like it, it's like a, like it's overcast in my world. Yeah. Like it, but, it's, uh, it's, it's bigger than you. But there's no time frame I can put on that. I can't say, oh yeah, like, just give me ten days, I'll be good. Right. It's, uh, and that's why I think it comes and goes, because you, 
like to believe. But that heaviness is real, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's real, and, it's, and you put it in the back of your mind. If you have put up with a lot worse when you were, like, when you've been through a lot worse, I feel like you just put it farther back because you have re you have other problems that are truly going to uh, affect your day and that you can't change. And I feel like you put stuff in the back of your mind where you can't change it, where you kind of right. just have to feel it at the moment where, it, where you get triggered to feel it. Um, That's a good way to put it. Like, there are things in your day that are going to upset you, but that you have control over and you can do something about. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, I just wanted to, we can stop by grab like chicken nuggets. Oh, grab what chicken? Just chicken nuggets. I don't have any oh. meat in the house. Okay, well, I've, I've got some cash if you'd like to stop somewhere. I don't know if grandma has chicken nuggets. She does. Okay. Sorry, uh, sorry, uh, listeners. Not that, anyway, not that real life matters, but absolutely it does. But I guess because you're a guy and I'm a girl, I know I'm your mom and you're my son, but do you think guys get over relationships faster than girls? I think we force ourselves to believe that we do. Uh, I feel like girls actually do it in a very productive way. I feel like guys do it um, almost lying to themselves and force themselves to stop thinking about something purely because they don't want to. Where girls, uh, I feel like, have a better understanding that they need to feel that pain and they need, that they need to go through that to become stronger. Whereas guys constantly... Um, deny it. Deny it, right. And then that's why girls in the beginning are sad and guys in the end are sad because guys have pushed it back so far that it finally hits them at a point where girls force themselves to deal with it right at that moment so that after they, uh, they're, they're a stronger person and and they, they, they're more secure with themselves, rather, where a guy is uh, more broken down after a few months because he... See, and I'm dying to know where you get that perspective because from, like, a big picture point of view, you probably nailed it right on the head. Yeah. But you're 18, and I don't know how you got that when... I'll bet any girl that's gone through a breakup would never view it as, I went through my grief in a productive way. In a very in a in a constructive way, um, and overall, not to say that there were days where she didn't feel insecure and that she didn't what uh, makes miss him, but what makes her approach more constructive than yours? If if we were to, you know, she just deals with it when when she's supposed to deal with it, or I guess not supposed to, because who's to say when we're supposed to deal with something? True. I just feel like she deal they deal with it and I'm uh, quicker, and they and they don't try and run a, run from the problem you know like as soon as you hear about guys leaving a relationship they're immediately back in one because they uh you know or they're 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 on to the next one whereas okay. girls legitimately want to just they, they try and understand they, they they look for every option as to why what happened they talk to people um and that's that's a more constructive and, and positive way Whereas guys just run from it, they they hop from one girl to the next because they try and fill the void that they don't know that they're don't putting themselves through. Yeah, that they don't want to address. But once they realize at the end that that's not the solution, then that's when it hits them hard, and that's when they realize, oh shit, she dealt with that. That's when they, they get down on themselves because they're they're jealous that, that that the girl that they were with dealt with it and they're happy and, and now. they're already over it. And they're already over it when they're when the guy is just starting to actually deal with it and understand. Uh, I've and who I've, to put the blame on. I've kind know? of read that 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 girls 
we go through the heartache and the breakup and our world is crushed immediately. Right. Men tend to kind of be like, ah, you know, I don't, I, I can't really deal with this right now. Right. I'm gonna, it's, it's too much for me. I'm not weak. I'm not, you know, this is whatever. And they just kind of put it off. Whereas girls, not that we choose to, believe me, we do not choose to handle it all and feel it all. And in fact, you and you saying that, like that is actually a therapy approach that women pay lots of money to hear someone say. Right. You need to sit down and be one with right. your emotion. You need to feel lost. You need to feel sad. You need to feel hurt. And that has to be okay. You know what? I'm 42, Colby, and I can't even do that. What do you mean you want me to sit down and be sad? You know what? No, I'm resilient. I'm strong. I'm not. Nobody weakens or hurts me. Right. But in truth, I do need to sit down and be sad because I am hurt. Right. And it's just more of like a... I feel like a lot of it has to do with um, the very, I guess, societal and, and normal ways that we would view men and women as, right. as an the approach, sexist right? Roles. Right. Men are, you know, man up. Don't you know? You, you're strong. You shouldn't be crying. You shouldn't have emotion. You should just be doing, you know, be a man. Whereas right. girls, it's you know, they're so complex. It's okay if so you fall right. apart and you're right. weak and and and. I feel like uh, it's great that nowadays, nowadays we can we can tell a man or, or a boy or a teenage guy that they they can deal with their emotions, they can express it because that's that's how they deal with problems. You know, the, the suicide rate for for men and women is drastically different because yes. uh, of of men of how we deal with our right, emotions. how we deal with our emotions and how we feel like we should be viewed as people in, in society, whether it be now or in the fifties or in the roaring twenties, whatever. It, it, it's completely subjective to, to, to your, your sex world and to your sex. Whereas objectively speaking, any human should be able to express themselves regardless of the environment that they're in. Right. And good point. There, there shouldn't be boundaries on that. There shouldn't be. There shouldn't be expectations right, on how yeah. you're supposed to feel. Exactly. And then we grew. And if you, like I said, um, for how we get over things, it's just how how you were raised. I mean, there's certain. What you've that, been through, right? And, there, and there's and how you feel safe, exactly. And once you get to the point where you're able to, uh, you know, I guess being an adult around 18, you know, your teenage years, where you're truly discovering who you are, and later in those years, um, that's when I feel like you actually take time out of your day to just really think about who you are, and that's why it's so important to be secure with yourself before you're secure with another person. Because I'm learning and finding out that I am not secure with me. Right, and that's and that's. I'm 42. That's anybody's approach. I mean, I'm not secure with myself but by any means. But would you think by the time you were my age, you would be secure? Like you should know what the fuck is going on by 42, right? Well, there's like you said, Nick. Like your friend Nick isn't really secure with himself yet, but he's still finding. I mean, he's 62, but like, like I said, there's no timeline. There's no right. There's you're, not. You're constantly a... working on yourself because. Who do you have at the end of the day when you die? And who lays in the coffin with you? Nobody. You, you die alone. That's you what die. life is, right. is That's... learning to live with yourself. Exactly. Because no one goes to bed with nope. you, your thoughts, your No your one goes through all those years and days and hours with you except you. Right. Nobody lives your legacy. Nobody lives nothing. Nobody believes exactly to the T what you believe. 
That is um, true. You just... It's, it's not even something you can pass on. No matter no. how strong your beliefs are, you, you can do your best to pass those on to your offspring, to your neighbors, to your whomever, but it will never truly reflect what is in your heart because nobody has that but you. Right, and it's so... Um, it's just truly dependent on whether or not you choose to take care of yourself emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Um, and that's all part of just, you know, like you said, living and growing and, up and growing up because, um, At it's, some it's a journey. It's, it's something you just have to take on, you just have to be responsible for yourself. Um, and if you're not, um, then you fall apart and then people understand that you're falling apart, but there's nothing that anybody really can do because it's not their responsibility because they're so focused on themselves and their expectations that they have for themselves that in all reality there's there's no time for them to really give a shit about what you're going through because they're more concerned about themselves at the end of the day as much as people try and say they care for everybody else and they do that um they're caring for each other's emotions and stuff like that for themselves they're doing it for them they're, they that's how they feel secure with themselves by helping each other and doing certain things like that but there's other people that take care of only themselves because um that's what they saw was the best motive for them that's what they saw work for them that's what made them happy right. and you know it's not a bad thing to die alone and it, but it's you know not a great thing and you kind of just described me as far as I tried to identify myself by helping other people, and what I forget about is I lost me somewhere. Right. You don't know who you are because you're so focused with everybody else. Yep. And, um... At some point, You life, just have to stop it. Yeah, at some point, you just have to stop it. Life is like, fucking pay attention. Yeah, because if... You forgot the most important thing here. Right. You don't know how to get back to who you were because you don't remember how who you were because you've been gone for so long um i mean when's the last time you really sat down and with yourself and just and just force yourself to to be alone i mean i do i do that all the time um not not so much as a choice not so much as yeah, just letting it happen it's kind of just the way I, that i it's reality it's reality and and, and not to say that i uh, you know, I hate it or, or anything like that. Like, I do You enjoy. have to come to terms with it, and I haven't. Yeah, you just have to, I mean, stop trying so hard. Stop trying so hard to, to be, uh, to care for some other some other people and, 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 and other, not to say that you can't love and, and give people your attention, right. but you truly need to love invest me. in yourself because there's nobody else that, you truly gonna love more than than who you are, and there's nobody that I'm gonna be left with except me. Right, and and if you keep trying to search for yourself and other people, you're never gonna find it because they're not you. And 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 this is from the mouth of my babe, but basically, innocent speaking truth. Reality, I'm learning to deal with my son Colby. I love to death, and I truly appreciate. Anybody who's listened, thank you and have a good night.